0: Happy Thursday and welcome to The Pen The Sword. I am Zach Thaladon again. I keep on being him. It's cool. Today I have Adrian Corwin on the pod. Very happy to have him. He is a fellow OKC comedian. And we kind of just shot the breeze for this one. I tried to... Follow my normal format, but I just had such a fun time chatting with him about whatever. It, it ended up being a great time. And uh, Adrian is, uh, is a very fun person. Um, he and I usually run into each other at open mics when things are normal. And one of my favorite nights I ever had as a comedian here in Oklahoma City was actually at an open mic at a pizza restaurant. After everybody sets, we all just kind of hung out around a fire. It was a cold night. And we gave him these wacky scenarios. I can't even remember what they were. We'd all had a few drinks. And uh, Adrian just did these insanely fun freestyle raps to go along with them. Um, this conversation was, was a lot of fun. We were both pretty lit up. I had a couple of white clams before we started this one. Um, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. And I hope you're all doing well out there. I'm feeling pretty optimistic today. Let's keep on living. All right. Chat soon. Bye.
1: This bad bitch we're gonna call this the bad bitch
0: the, we're calling this the bad bitch what a start man this is the podcast that like has been evading us for how long have we been trying to do this now like two weeks
1: like yeah about two weeks actually about... since, since, been, uh, since the beginning of the pandemic almost
0: i think so and i think god does not want us to do this <laughs> right yeah <laughs> So what uh, what are you doing to pass the time in quarantine? I, I you're still working like me, I think.
1: Yeah, still working, but uh, I've just been catching up on shows, I guess. Um okay. What
0: are you watching? Uh,
1: just been. Wa- I just got. I just started. Like I touch- I finished Rick and Morty, but then like uh, I've been catching up on Better Call Saul. Ooh. I'm about to start Westworld. Everybody says that that's a good show.
0: I've heard that. Are you uh, are you on HBO? Yeah. Can I make a recommendation? What. The plot against America. Have you seen it?
1: No, I've oh, heard. Dude, God.
0: fucking wow! It's it imagines that Franklin Delano Roosevelt was beaten by Charles Lindbergh, who never ran for the presidency. Uh, oh wow! In, in like 1940 during World War II, and essentially, uh, Lindbergh, although he was an American hero, was a very vicious anti-Semite. So that's uh, that goes exactly how you think it would
1: oh wow Lord yeah Joe. yeah <laughs> so i'll be sure i'll be sure to check that one out
0: yeah all of our heroes are just rabid anti-semites and racists and pieces of shit <laughs> all of them
1: all hey, all give of me them. one second i gotta do something. All right. is this the podcast right now
0: yeah, we're we're rolling, but dude, there's no pressure, right? It's dude, what, what do people have better to do? It's it's quarantine. They they can listen to a few seconds of silence. All right.
1: If anything, they should be used to this by now. Hey uh, are you caught up on better are you caught up on better console? Dude, I haven't even
0: started that show. I, I well I started it and I didn't enjoy it off the bat as much as breaking bad so i uh so i haven't really uh uh invested a lot of time in it but i think i think i should everybody's telling me it's
1: great very good it's a very good show it's amazing
0: travis was saying on facebook that it's some of the best television writing that's happening now or potentially ever
1: oh absolutely and plus like i mean if you're if you're a big fan of breaking bad the show's really filling in a lot of holes
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Breaking Bad fan. I don't know if you can tell.
1: <laughs> oh, is that a Breaking Bad poster? I thought that was yeah. a little yeah, better
0: one. No, it's Breaking Bad. It says, I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I actually was, a, I was in Albuquerque a couple of months ago and a friend of mine showed me the Breaking Bad house. The right one for with, the
1: pizzas.
0: Yeah. The one with the pizzas. Yeah. And, uh, they're so fucking over it. They've put like a giant chain link fence around their house and signs everywhere that say take your pictures across the street. Don't bother us.
1: I wonder how many people were throwing pizzas on it.
0: Apparently it was really bad at one point enough to to the extent that they've put a chain link fence around their house now, <laughs> which just sounds would, like a shitty way to live.
1: Like, do you ever remember like shows like, like, like where people, like actually we hear a funny story. It's kind of the same around, I guess, but um, you remember the show workaholics?
0: Yes, I remember Workaholics.
1: Yeah. yeah, did you know they shot the entire first season in that house and they actually lived in that house?
0: Oh. In that yeah. sa- in the same house? Wait.
1: Yeah, that was their actual house.
0: Oh shit. The the one from Breaking Bad.
1: No, 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 oh, no, oh, no, no, okay. no, no. Just the Workaholics. Okay, dad. I
0: was like, whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it was a crossover that nobody ever knew about.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. No, I did not know that. But so does does that mean that even the segments that were done in like the in the office building were shot inside that house?
1: No, no, no. They shot oh, like okay. office, office, but like yeah, for house shots, they just used their house because it was cheaper. Interesting. And huh, then people no. started showing up, and then
0: <laughs> yeah, I had no fucking clue. That's uh, that's a lot of fun though. That's uh, that's like it's always sunny. Um, when that was, I actually had not watched that one very much either, but everybody seems to love it, and people who have um, been like mega fans always tell me that the the guy who who made it i'm not i don't know anything about it but he has like basically self-funded it to get it started because he was picked oh, up and then dropped i'm not sure how it all worked
1: it's a yeah it's, always it's crazy how long it's only sunny's been on it's been on like what 14 years now it's on 14 something season.
0: crazy because i i was watching lost religiously when that show happened Okay. and i remember it coming up and it was probably like 05 06 when it started so yeah 14 15 years damn yeah, because Lost started in 2004. I'll never forget watching Lost for the first time. I shit, my, I shit my pants. I was like 10, but I shit my pants.
1: My parents watched Lost. I did not watch Lost, but I loved J.J. Abrams, which was oh, weird. yeah. So, like...
0: <laughs> I have it all on DVD, so when quarantine's over, you are more than welcome. All
1: right, hell yeah. That's what... It's like, like I love J.J. Abrams. Like, what he did to Star Trek was oh, phenomenal. Yeah, ma- so like...
0: This is going to be controversial. But Star Trek fucking sucks, <laughs> and he made it palatable.
1: <laughs> Whoa!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I really like Wrath of Khan. I really like Wrath of Khan. But the so those initial three, right? Those are like everybody's movies. Well, see, say like,
1: see um, like the old Star Trek movies. You are correct. Like they started to really suck. Like after like Insurrection, they were just terrible. Yeah. Like First Contact. That was easily the best, one of the best Star Trek movies ever made
0: okay i haven't watched it and i think it's probably because i wasn't super invested i and again i i enjoy wrath of khan i have the first three movies on dvd and then i just felt like the star trek universe gets too expansive for <laughs> me. which now i mean star wars as a universe thrives on basically leaving details out of the main stories that are for public consumption so that they can get the super fans to buy all of the comics, every
1: little piece of media. Now, now that the MCU is a thing, everybody else needs to have their own like cinematic universe or their own multi-universe.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. If if, if you, you know what we need, you know what we need? A Mighty Ducks universe. I think that's what.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) The MDU. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, The MDU. I'm behind that.
1: Like Emilio Estevez's character now is oh. just like a bad guy.
0: Yeah, and now he's played by uh Charlie Sheen. That, <laughs> yes. That's that's a natural aging progression, as his younger brother to older brother that also drinks tiger's blood.
1: That yeah, that's the whole thing in their family.
0: <laughs> well shit. shit, man. So so shows and um and working and a lot of Are you doing any laying down and looking at the ceiling? Because I'm spending a lot of
1: time doing that. Uh, I try to, but then I get bored.
0: Fair, Fair. yeah. Super. I've just
1: I've been playing video games. I'm not very good at video games. Believe me, neither. Yeah, I'm terrible.
0: I bought a PlayStation, (laughs) and all my friends, like uh, back in California, they're like, "You gotta get on and play Grand Theft Auto with me." So I jump on, and they're like, "No, no, you're getting shot." I'm like, "I have a pistol." You guys have machine guns. <laughs> sure. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do here. And they're all like, oh, you fucking suck. So That's,
1: yeah, that, that's, that's how I feel. Like, I play Call of Duty. I have friends that play Call of Duty. Okay. I used to be good at Call of Duty five years ago, a long yeah. time ago. And then now I play and I'm just like, hey, I got seven kills. And they're like, you <laughs> died 23 times. But I'm like, yeah, those seven kills, though, we won. So I contributed.
0: If you flip my kill-death ratio around, it looks really fucking awesome.
1: Oh, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh,
0: yeah. The uh, Which one are, are you
1: playing? Play. Uh, Modern Warfare. We're playing okay.
0: Warzone. Oh, Warzone. Okay. Yeah, everybody's... That's like the Fortnite of Call of Duty land, right? Season
1: 3 just dropped today on Call of Duty. Wow, that's sad that I know that now. Like, that's the thing. Like, quarantine has been like, oh, guys, Season 3 DLC just <laughs> dropped out on PS4. <laughs> uh, oh, well. I,
0: uh, my, I turned my PlayStation on last night, and it told me... Your update for Apex Legends has been installed, and I turned it right the fuck back off. <laughs> because that is not that is not what I want to be looking at for uh, for the remainder of however many months we have left of this shit. I had to turn you off. The, I had to turn off the news. You have a NASA hat. I have a question.
1: Yeah, Do, uh, is there still people in the International Space Station? Good question. I don't.
0: I actually don't know. I. I think
1: they're probably having
0: a great time right
1: now. <laughs> if anything, the only thing they're complaining about is like no sports. They're like, oh
0: yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, ESPN just rolled twelve hours of of esports. So, oh so so keep playing Warzone. You might make it on TV.
1: <laughs> That'd be funny if that's how the fi- if that's how the playoffs were simulated this year. They just had all the players just get on two K.
0: Just a bunch of fucking morbidly obese guys with, like, neck neckbeards. At, in their in their houses, they get professional TV crews in people's couches just watching them eat Doritos and fuck people up in Madden. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Hey, what was it? I, I remember, like, I used to play Madden a lot when I was younger. I got onto it a couple years ago, and I suck ass at Madden because I was playing the game, like, NFL Blitz. And then I realized I never played Madden. I played <laughs> NFL Blitz.
0: Is that a mobile game?
1: No, NFL Blitz was a big game. Was a was like a big game in like the late '90s. Yeah, it was on like on,
0: It was on like Sega, right? No, no, no. It was oh, on
1: PlayStation okay. and
0: N64. Okay, okay, I remember it now. It was very, very awesome
1: graphics. <laughs> that 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 was like my time of video games. So like yeah. my first my first system ever was a Sega. My Yeah, dad got. I had
0: a, I had a Genesis, I think.
1: My dad got me Mortal Kombat 3, NBA yes. Jam, and Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Okay, okay. And like, yeah. that's the thing. I, uh, I'm good at Mortal Kombat. Side side-scrolling handjob? The what? The, the original side-scrolling Sonic? Yes. I just had like a, I had like a stroke happen <laughs> in my mouth when I tried to.
1: Sound like it. you said side-scrolling handjob. I was like, yeah, whatever game had that one in it.
0: <laughs> I played that religiously. Um, I'm uh, playing that one religiously now uh, in quarantine. That's how bored I am.
1: So, was it, uh, I've been, uh, I've been, I guess I've been smoking a lot more. So how's that going for you? Pretty good. Uh, I just use the same thing that I use all the time. <laughs> so nothing's this is, new. This is Mulder. That's Mulder. What oh,
0: one. uh, agent Mulder, huh?
1: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> Incredible.
1: It's deep, but strong. That's all I like. <laughs>
0: just, just like my woman. I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Which, which um, might,
1: which, like, here. I mean, here's a question for you in quarantine. Like, what have you been finding yourself eating the most? Oh, um,
0: I have a fucking Postmates problem right now.
1: Oh um, my god, Say, like, that, dude, I have spent so much goddamn money on, on DoorDash. Postmates. And Postmates. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking,
0: it's ruining my life. Um, my. What's the most now? expensive
1: thing you've got?
0: <laughs> okay, so there's this place in Midtown uh called Gogi go are you familiar with it it's like a it's like a korean barbecue subway and
1: (laughs) that's delicious usually my postmates that now
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh it's incredible you get like a bowl of japchae i like their tofu they've got these uh kimchi hush puppies but you can get like kimchi fried rice you can get um like mandu in there They've got
1: um, like pickles. Oh, dude! Peppers. You might as well just—you might as well just do a sponsor for them at this point. I you know. know.
0: <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gogi Go. It's like <laughs> it's like Subway, but for Korean barbecue. <laughs> but I—I just had it like two hours ago, and I think I'm gonna shit myself. So
1: <laughs> that, that's, that's what you, that's, it is just like Thai food or Indian food. Like you, you know what you're going for when you get, when you get it. Yeah.
0: So. Uh dude. I have been eating a lot of Thai food. Um, I live right next to the Asian district. So all the Thai food that's like super close and quick to order. Bomb. Oh man. I have I'm eating a lot of curry, which is good cause I usually get it with vegetables.
1: Uh, I, uh, I bought, um, I bought a uh, five guys the other day. Oh, it's have? already expensive.
0: Yeah. And
1: That's not Yeah, but yeah, by the time I got to like the end of it, I saw how much it was, and I was just like, "Do I really want this?" But then part of me had already pressed accept and authorized the charge. <laughs> I was just like, "Hell let's yeah, do this.
0: <laughs> let's fucking get it."
1: Uh, the only thing that sucked is when I got here, I had nothing to drink except for water.
0: Oh, I'm drinking water too. I'm having a. Uh, I'm having oh,
1: a, a white claw. What kind oh, yeah. of a flavor uh, is that?
0: This white clam is flavored mango. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mango flavored yeah. white clam
1: um was it with mango and everybody being like infatuated with the flavor mango have you ever noticed that when uh what were those what were those what were those cigarette things that alternatives that people were getting hooked on jewels jewels like yeah, mango yeah. was the flavor that everybody was after
0: oh i didn't know that yeah i thought was- everybody was after like the mint one That that was the
1: I knew mango was the big one because it was like you know oh it tastes like mango and then the government or whatever they were like oh the well, government we can't it. was
0: like oh your lungs look like a fucking mango so <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not going to sell those anymore.
0: <laughs> Children are having seizures and dying in front of their grandmothers.
1: Still waiting for the day that uh, we can get weed just delivered to us. Like right now they have curbside pickup which is still cool but it's just Sonic with weed and yeah. uh, <laughs> people are happy with. Do they that. come I'm out like, on just, roller uh, skates? No, but people are still like, what What? What blows my mind is that people are still excited about that. They're like, oh, so I just pulled up and they walk out to my door. I'm like, oh, what? So you saved 25 steps? Like,
0: Yeah. I oh, and, then, and then I went home and sat on my couch and smoked the weed and I haven't left since. It's been incredible. Right?
1: <laughs> I want them to drive up, just knock on my door and be like, sir, we've got your stash. Like... <laughs>
0: and there's a mustache on the bag. I, so uh, delivery was the only thing available in the county I'm from in California because the, yeah, there was so, because it's recreational out there and in the county I lived in was extremely what they call white and they don't like things that make uh, poor people happy, um, among which, (laughs) among which marijuana belongs to. So,
1: Um, Don't say. (laughs) Yeah. So you
0: couldn't have like a brick and mortar dispensary. You had to have a delivery service. And when I was going to college, I remember it was just kind of like recreational was, was just starting to pass as I was exiting. And a bunch of people were like basically doing Amazon flex, but for like weed dispensaries. So I was at a coffee bean one time and this guy that I knew from college pulls up and he's like, Hey man, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm drinking coffee. I'm at a coffee bean, and he goes, "Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm delivering weed. Do you want weed?" And I was like, "Whoa, take it easy." And he was like, "No, man, it's totally good. Just pull up this app in order it right. Now. I'll just deliver it to you right now. It'll be fine." And I was like, well, "Okay."
1: <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah, it
0: was this crazy situation. But I always thought, like, I had like some prejud- prejudices. I was like, I, I don't want anybody that would work full time. Uh, for a delivery dispensary service to know where I live, thank you very much.
1: So. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I remember when I got my card. When I first got my card here in Oklahoma, the first thing I bought, the first thing I bought was two G's. Like it's a, they it just. Okay. I did. Tip, I spent typically what I was going to spend, not with a card <laughs> to buy weed, <laughs> but just it was now legal and I could walk outside and just kind of look at it in the sun and not have to worry about, like oh You're look! Out, like,
0: I, I legally acquired this i'm right? gonna i'm gonna put it on my chest like a superhero logo
1: i remember one time in uh almost near bricktown i did have a cop stop me one time and asked to see my card i've never been carded before and it was the funniest thing ever because it was just like Haha, suck it <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can see my card actually <laughs> um well fuck yeah uh so so delivery weed's probably gonna happen uh while we're in quarantine, I imagine. Mm. And uh and we'll be able to pass the time more uh, feasibly. So so um we know each other from open mics in Oklahoma City doing Unfortunately. <laughs> sadly. Wish I'd I wish I'd have met you under different circumstances, otherwise we wouldn't have to be so sad every time we see each other.
1: <laughs> imagine if we met like a, a dance dance lessons or something. Like, uh, uh,
0: or like a writer's uh, workshop. <laughs> So, something that adults do
1: um hobby lobby no not hobby no we're well, not hobby lobby no
0: adults go to hobby lobby only respectable oklahoman men go to hobby lobby right um, <laughs> and people Met who, at Ross. and people who play minecraft um what, what so we had like we had this whole conversation once and i lost all of the audio and then we yeah. got like disconnected in the middle but i've got to know and I'll, I'll try to be more like on target this time even though I've had a couple beverages before we got on this call but I, what I want to know is is what was the journey for you to get to comedy uh, as a as a first of all I know you're not from Oklahoma City like I'm not from Oklahoma City yeah. but I, I'd like to know kind of like the the fundamental sort of thing that brought you into stand-up because I don't think it was necessarily always stand-up
1: uh no um was like with comedy and stuff like that. I used to do a lot of writing. I used to write a lot of, like, I did a lot of sketch, like, sketch, like, basically, like, I read a bunch of sketches in school. Um, and most of my, like, my,
0: We're like, we're like choppy right now. Do I still have you? Are you there? I lost your audio.
1: I'm just playing now. You can hear me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I, you got I got to
1: pull that old school trick out.
0: Damn. Adrian Corwin, everybody. The sketch genius. Right you there. Just
1: got, you just got 0 3
0: That was fucking exemplary. Incredible content.
1: There you go
0: sadly this plan. is only an audio podcast i'm kind of fucking bummed <laughs> oh.
1: if you guys could only see the video you would know so much maybe too much right now.
0: maybe too much nothing incriminating
1: but uh now what were we talking about
0: you were saying uh, that you did you were oh, yeah. you write sketches in school
1: so I used to write a lot of sketches and stuff, did a stuff, uh, worked with a few friends. We had a thing called Spaced Out Productions.
0: Okay. Uh, originally
1: called Rafflecopter, and I fucking hated that name.
0: Rafflecopter?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Rage of fucking Laughter. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I thought it was rolling on the floor laughing, but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever,
1: my bad. Yeah, the same thing, I hate. that's why I hated it, because I got it wrong, yeah. But no, originally we were called they were called Rafflecopter, and then we changed it to Spaced Out Productions, and uh, I actually remember like the first video we ever made was um, we we had all this equipment from video production in school. Okay. And so we're just like, oh, hey, let's utilize this and just make something stupid.
0: Let's exploit our educational uh, benefits.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, we came up with a video that turned into a seven-part series about a killer propel bottle. All right. That was, that was it. There was never really nothing big to it or anything is, we this just said, a, is this
0: still available for people's viewing pleasure
1: actually i don't know actually no it's the, oh. the pages yeah like I, I i've blocked a lot of that stuff i don't want people
0: lost to oblivion I,
1: i'll bring it back you know if you listen to this podcast <laughs> just type in uh yeah I'll, you'll find it <laughs> <All right. laughs> if you're, if you're
0: <laughs> we'll get people on board
1: <laughs> there's even a there's even a music video of me out there on the internet
0: oh man oh, not oh. a lot of people know that you're a rapper actually
1: Oh, God, no, don't talk about that. I'm not a rapper. What are you talking about? That's not me.
0: <laughs> Who's that over me? there? <laughs> that's,
1: that's the other guy. Yeah. No, I do that. Like, that's, I don't know. I do that. Like, you, were you there when I did that?
0: Fuck yeah, I was there. That was like that was, one of the, that was the most genuine, like, childlike fun I have ever had in Oklahoma City since I moved here. I was, how- I had stomach pains from laughing so hard. I was filled with joy for the first time since I was a child.
1: Damn, I'm so happy I made you that happy. Wait, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> I
0: th- I think so. There are worse things you could say on the internet.
1: Very true. No, um, but actually, like doing that, like I used to just, I grew up on the Beastie Boys. Totally. So, like, when it came to just like simple beats with me and stuff like that, I could just sit there and make a story. I'm like, it's not that hard, and you clearly see me do it. We so, gave you but, the
0: dumbest like scenarios we were like this guy's at cvs and he's being followed by the fbi and he's (laughs) gotta buy like ah dude i don't even remember i was so hammered (laughs)
1: yeah i remember you were particularly pretty hammered so i
0: was i usually am after i get done with my set it's like a release of, of of cosmic energy so adrian was writing uh you were writing sketches and you had started Rafflecopter and you said, Fuck you guys, this is a stupid name. I'm going on the road
1: solo. No, no. Oh, we all just changed the spaced out productions. Okay, uh, gotcha. Uh I did a lot I did a little comedy up there and then um I decided to uh I kind of just focused on music for a bit. Yeah. So yeah, you're a drummer, that, yes? Drummer and a bassist.
0: Okay, right, right.
1: I did that. Uh I experienced my time in that, and that was kind of an opening call for me because uh, as much as I do, like, I love playing drums, I love playing bass, I love playing music, but at the end of the day, I don't like playing music. I've <laughs> I've, I've, done all what I needed to do in music, and it's yeah. exhausting. And like, I love when people are like, oh, well, you know, we're gonna be rock stars, we're gonna tour, I'm just like, yeah, but eventually, <laughs> touring gets tiring (laughs) yeah man you you can
0: only have so many mcgriddles right you can only dissociate so many times in a honda fit with your friends in like another state just like you can only have
1: peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so much like
0: that's
1: where i did i I, I goober and nutella that was my thing
0: (laughs) oh fuck yeah nutella all
1: day yeah that like that that's the thing i always tell people i'm like hey how long are you gonna go on tour for oh it's gonna be like two weeks i'm like sweet buy bread. Goober and then buy some Nutella and then buy some water and, and you're, you're good sent. to go. Yeah. Like that money adds up. When you eat McDonald's six times in a day, you're like
0: it's fucking bad.
1: <laughs> we know. Look at us with postmates and everything.
0: Right now. I got uh yeah, that's this is the benefit of me not being a touring musician right now, <laughs> is that I can afford postmates
1: well don't you, you go back to california quite a bit
0: i do i do and i well if i travel i try to make a tour out of it so like that's cool yeah and i i just do i don't have a band anymore i just play in metal bands like you and and i you know nobody wants to come fucking watch you play in somebody's diy space so for cutie what'd you say should <laughs> leave camp for cutie, dude i it's fucking freezing up again sad story oh fuck here we go. Don't do the thing again.
1: I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what What did you say earlier? Um, I forgot. Oh yeah, I said when did you leave Deathcap for Cutie?
0: Oh, I left Deathcap for Cutie in 2016. Oh, and, sad uh, days. It was, dude. It was, it was a good time though. We on one you- we were, we were in um, Cupertino, California, which is where the uh, headquarters of Apple is. And we were playing at a a bowling alley that always also doubles as a bar and a music venue. And uh, right beforehand, I was so tired of all of the uh, McDonald's that I was eating that I just picked up a whole bag of romaine lettuce and started eating it straight out of the bag.
1: I got... (laughs) God damn it. I'm just picturing (laughs) you doing that right now. Just like, what up? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) How much, how much lettuce you guys like on your sandwiches? <laughs>
0: <laughs> those, those are good times, man. <laughs> this is a freaking box of romaine lettuce. It was like one of those sprouts boxes, just like like you open it, it's like thrice washed. You can just eat this straight out of the box. Fuck smoothies. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur,
1: bitch. So, uh, I remember at Warped Tour one year, I got saved by the band where they were called Medea Lake or some shit.
0: Like Medea that. Lake. That sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, they had like a couple hit singles, but uh, I actually uh was really super dehydrated and passed out just sitting down by the side of the stage
0: nice I just remember,
1: yeah i just remember like a bunch of people like grinding and some guy with a big jug of water is like here bro and it was the lead singer of that band and i felt bad because <laughs> uh, i didn't know his name <laughs>
0: <laughs> medea lake man you saved my life
1: oh dude I've, i think like you ever met somebody that you should be happy to meet but you weren't <laughs>
0: uh one time i opened a bathroom door for al pacino at a circus that's amazing yeah but it was like of all places i could have met you it wasn't like at a like black tie event 30 years in the future when i'm (laughs) like successful and have something to pitch to you
1: (laughs) what do you got for me
0: (laughs) it's be it's being eight years old at a circus in anaheim california and all we can think to do is just point at you and go (laughs) huah
1: God. oh Al Pacino.
0: Scent of a woman.
1: I haven't watched that movie in a long
0: time. Me neither. It's been it's been a long time. What did I, it came out like ninety-nine? Did it? I thought it was a little older than that. Is it is it older than that? It might it be might have... it might be. Who knows?
1: Check the facts later.
0: Yeah. i do like a Dax Shepherd at the end of this. So okay, so you're you are a um you're you're a sketch writer, and if correct me if I'm wrong, but at the time you're living in New Hampshire.
1: Yes, from Manchester, New Hampshire. well, a town called Goffstown outside of Manchester. Okay. That's where I lived. I actually come from a military family, so we we uh, I grew up, you know, in different places. We lived in Germany for three years and England for about three and a half. maybe four. So
0: Wow. And how old were you when that happened?
1: Uh yeah, it's hard to think. I think four yeah, four to eight was England.
0: Okay. And then,
1: Three and then uh, my bad eight eight to t- 11, 10 or eleven something like that to eleven or twelve something like that. But that was Germany. Germany's beautiful. Jeez.
0: How does uh, how, how would you say that influences your creativity? I mean, oh, whether the, comedy or or music or or anything.
1: I always looked at it like I got to go see a bunch of stuff that a lot of people will probably never get to see in their yeah. life. Fuck yeah,
0: it's, I haven't seen most of that.
1: It's uh, it's definitely an experience. Um, I mean, I've I've seen some pretty cool stuff like. I remember we went to Belgium,
0: yeah,
1: and um, went to Belgium, and we went to where uh, the Battle of the Bulge was, and uh, you know the Battle of the Bulge was, was a big you know battle in World right. War Two. Um, we uh, went to Austria, and the place that we stayed at was actually called General Patton's Hotel, <laughs> and uh, but the thing is that was crazy is before it was General Patton's Hotel, it was, it was a brothel. The- close it was hitler's resort oh yeah so uh interesting it was one of his like you know they, one of his getaways I'm and they like, both used
0: wow. it for the same thing
1: the, the 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 most one of the coolest things i ever got to see um was we went to luxembourg where uh the luxembourg it's, it luxembourg, but it's a big graveyard military graveyard okay and uh that's where general patton was buried so that and all the soul, most of the, soul. it's what it's a military graveyard, but right. it is one of the most incredible sites you will ever see. Like it's uh-huh. just all, all crosses just going everywhere. Right. And then at the front of it was general Patton as if, you know, he's still up there where it's, it's crazy.
0: Leading everybody yeah. Always. Um, have you, have you ever poked around Fairlawn over here near the Paseo? No. Oh, dude, there's 22,000 people buried in there. It goes on forever. And, uh, like, the, the cool thing – and so we're in Oklahoma City. The cool thing about poking around that place is you start – you see names like Overholser, and you see names like Chartel, and you see names like um, Kirkpatrick, and then you see names like Edward O'Kelly, who's the man who killed the man who killed Jesse James. And about 100, ah. about 100 yards from him, you see Joe Burnett, is, who is the man who killed him, making him effectively the man who killed the man who killed the man who killed Jesse James. Holy shit. Yeah. If you then, ever, yeah. once this is over, once you find yourself in this neighborhood, it's right by my house. So we'll just poke around. and.
1: You live in the Paseo area?
0: I do. I live, that's why, that's why Sauce is like my home, Mike, because I can
1: get drunk and walk home. That explains a lot because sometimes I worry about you. I'm just like, where, 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 <laughs> where he does been? he live? He did not get, it. He did not get a lift or an Uber. Who? Zach.
0: I Zach. saw him walk in the direction of the parking lot. But... I've actually um, always
1: wondered that. I've actually wondered. I've really kind of been like, man, I sure hope he didn't drive home.
0: No, never, never, never. And that's why if you see me at like a Quixote's or anything, I have like a Modelo.
1: <laughs> that's it. Very true. Yeah. I think I d I don't think I don't ever think I think I've been there at Coyote's when you went. I barely go to Coyote's. but yeah. yeah. I go
0: I well, I don't go anywhere anymore, but um back in the <laughs> back in my day.
1: <laughs> that would have been funny if you accidentally gave away some like rogue mic information. They're like, You do talked about the mics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking do it. Come at your own risk. It says it on the flyer.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I would love a world where that's happening right now. They're like, Hey, where are you going to? The sewer on twelfth now.
0: <laughs> uh yeah i i don't even know i i'm i'm so i get i i'm, I'm behind social distancing i don't want anybody to be in danger my yeah. my my life in particular is i i'm a relatively fresh oklahoma city transplant so i don't interact with anybody mostly yeah, a- <laughs> mostly even before this shit all started so <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you, you were already experiencing social distancing. I was, was already, nice. I
0: was already a low risk candidate for this shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> when you uh,
1: heard about this, you're just like, I'm give a fuck.
0: No, I, I do. Cause I like, I, I enjoy going outside. I, I still, I go on two walks every day and that's about it. That's about the extent of my getting out and maybe I, even seeing people in the flesh. And I get weird looks from people. They're like, what the fuck are you doing outside? I'm like, I don't know, breathing on nothing.
1: I just skateboarded my driveway. That's all I'm doing. There like, you go. I'm 32 and in a quarantine. <laughs> I've got to figure out something. Quarantine. I'm not going to play video games all day. It's so unproductive for me.
0: Yeah. See, I I, I was buying this PlayStation, and as I was clicking, I, I bought it on Amazon. And as I clicked order, I was like, this is a fucking mistake. <laughs> 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 I, can't, I can't remember the last time I felt fulfilled by video games and and it's it holds up like I, like there was like three days where I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done with my fucking <laughs> right And then three days later I was like, oh my God, I wonder how much I could sell this for
1: right Oh my God, yes, I have the exact same thinking. like I hate it too
0: yeah like, but the thing
1: is like my whole life I've like not my whole life, but like the last like at least 15 years I've always had some kind of video game system
0: yeah well it's nice so. to have a netflix box too yeah,
1: yeah. like it's not, every, not i can tell you right now a ps4 or a roku i'm gonna choose the ps4 yeah yeah more options
0: more options there's an internet browser built in you know what i'm talking about <laughs>
1: this was brought to you by secret facts
0: Every <laughs> Shit. so have you
1: just how long have you been doing this man
0: I started in January. Uh, no, I, I recorded my first one in December. And then I went on a little tour and I stayed uh, around my folks place in California for a while. And then come January, I was like, All right, I should probably drop that. So I dropped my episode with John uh, McMillan, Teflow. And since then, I've, I've done like four episodes. So it's usually, it's like one, in, if, if, if I guess if you average out, it's about one and a half episodes a month. Um, but since this started, I've, I've recorded three of them. So, and yours included, and, and I have plans for, for more throughout the week.
1: So technically I I have the most episodes.
0: That's true. (laughs) Um, and, and so, (laughs) so, and, and now I don't, you know, I, I can obviously cut this out if, if, uh, if you'd like, I don't know if you want to kind of drop it on your own, uh, terms, but we were talking last night about you're doing something, uh, kind of special. Uh, with the podcast medium. And I don't know if you want to plug it, that'd be fen- oh, phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Like um, I'm actually pushing it back by about a week. Okay. But, uh, but uh, what it's, um, what's it called um, starting to, it's not really a podcast as much as it's just like a conversation. It's it's okay. It's a podcast anyway, but it's going to be called, I just want to talk. Yeah. And totally. uh, It's going to be me and one other person shows are going to be like, typically just 30 minutes. Okay. And uh-huh. uh, we'll have conversations but the thing is, we'll have topics. It's treated like. You ever watch PTI on ESPN? The yeah, Olympics? yeah, it's yeah. exactly like that. We'll just have topics where we have one to two minutes to talk about it, and it'll are be you, shit that we.
0: Are you going to have the like the video element of oh, like yeah. the, the thing on the side, so you just have like subjects to get to, and one of them yeah. just going to be like giant penis question
1: mark? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> there could be some softballs just thrown out <laughs> there in the middle
0: of it. <laughs> it sounds like part of the interruption meets Eric Andre.
1: Chocolate covered spacesuits, people be like, wait, what? <laughs> I just think about it. Uh... Uh, t-
0: tell me uh, so you, you had an incident in 1996 involving a chocolate covered spacesuit. Uh, we were thinking that you would get the chance to apologize to the public uh, here on I Just Want to Talk. <laughs>
1: um, I could uh... do that, exactly. Don't talk about the chocolate covered spacesuits. What?
0: <laughs> I, I ate my way to internal combustion. Um, so, <laughs> <I> never- <laughs> so so I just want to talk happening in about a week and a half I think I think this podcast will go live tomorrow so it'll be
1: about a week and a half from then um thereabouts
0: so that's exciting yeah. I'm looking forward to listening to that and uh oh, it's, gonna
1: be, it's gonna be really interesting I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now but you know what I really wish I could fucking eat right now Go a piece of pizza yeah. a piece of pizza from sauce like hey. I just <laughs>
0: Not only do you wish you could fucking eat that right now, you could totally order delivery from them right now. Wait, I can. Yeah, they're 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 still open for curbside and delivery.
1: Looks like we know where Postmates is taking me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where do you think I got these white clams?
1: <laughs> oh shit!
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can, and you—they can give you uh, two beverages to go. So. Oh hell
1: yeah! Yeah, and that. and that
0: in, that includes beer, and they have crowlers for Elk Valley. So.
1: Uh, god it's crazy so do you realize that everybody's gonna be pissed off when this is all over and we can no longer do all this like wait I have to drive to the store to get my alcohol
0: I I had an experience where I saw somebody for the first time in person and I I think I'm gonna become a recluse because of this and I think you're exactly right Uh, which is to say that I'm gonna be mad when I can't order my alcohol delivery (laughs) or or take out because I don't want to fucking look at people in person anymore they're disgusting
1: (laughs) right (laughs) I'm not shaking when I when I when I host mics now. I can't shake the hands. Yeah, that's a thing of the past.
0: That, that's gone. We're gonna we're gonna, I don't we're gonna do like air Eskimo kisses. We're just gonna shake our noses at each
1: other. <laughs> Every, all the crowd will be six feet apart. Oh, to be a bunch of God. spaced out seats. Dude, it's gonna
0: look packed in there.
1: <laughs> They'll have to have certain badges. They'll have certain badges to say that they live together. But like okay, so they can sit together. Yeah,
0: uh, did you have you already had coronavirus? yes okay you can get a little closer <laughs>
1: <laughs> no they're gonna be segregated that's what it's probably gonna come down to is people you like so? yeah, coronavirus they're gonna be looked at as like fucking mutants
0: it's gonna be like a leper island of people who have the antibodies for coronavirus <laughs> we can all die on the mainland
1: dude i'll be so pissed off at the people who got coronavirus start like developing like x-men powers
0: oh Right? Yeah. that's just
1: the next evolution of human like humanity like I wouldn't
0: have even thought of that without you god damn
1: <laughs> son of a bitch like somebody we know one day just has like amazing like pyrokinesis <laughs> just like what? they're like yeah I was sick for like three weeks dude but then I can uh I can shoot fire I can just manipulate it but still
0: John McMillan shows up to an open mic just going what's up bitches I can shoot fire out my asshole <laughs>
1: That'd be so, uh, I'd be so mad. What would it, it what's bad though is like if I got a mutation, I feel like I just get a really bad power. Like like what happens? Um what does Adrian do? Uh he can uh he can just make his hair flip. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at eating large pizzas. What? Yeah. Like if yeah. we're ever in a battle, large pizza guy. He
0: loves rose flavored truly now. I don't know why that happened.
1: <laughs> does anybody like that?
0: Um, ostensibly, uh, like, uh, oh, man, I I, I don't want to be problematic. Um, any, anyway, so Adrian Corwin was doing sketches. In, oh yeah, in back New to Air. that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, this, so I mean, this this podcast has been fucking unbelievably fun, but <laughs> part part of it is to dig into sort of like the philosophy behind creating. So not only am I interested in the pathway that brought you to becoming a stand-up comic but also sort of what maybe what your your routine looks like in creating your bits and, and creating your routines and also what drives you to do so
1: um to me this is just like kind of like second nature anymore to me uh I've been doing this here in the scene for about the last two years and you, as you know, I'm like everywhere. I'm at almost yeah. every show, every mic. Uh, my creativity comes from just like, I love experiences. So that's why you're going to see me at places. Like I'm going to see people at the end of the day. There, this, there could be a new story that comes out of this. There could be a funny instance. There could be right. the build <laughs> possible joke. Um, I always find myself putting myself in instances for material. As weird as it sounds. Like yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> people are like, "Oh man, don't go to the mall today." Why? There's so many fucking people there. I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to the mall." <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, the people the people watching is incredible.
1: <laughs> I mean, no joke, I have a joke where I told somebody like a guy walked out of a GameStop one time when the song um what was it called? It was a song by um that used to call me on yourself Drake. He used to
0: call me on myself.
1: Yeah. Some guy, no joke, I was at a mall when it happened. The guy came out of like GameStop and I was goes. Like, that's my song. It's some like fifty year old man. <laughs> I was just like, that's great. Good for him.
0: It reminds me of my third ex-wife.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Everybody. I have, I have
0: a I have a proclivity for having weird shit happen to me. In in public, like, I I haven't done it as a bit yet, but I think it's going to be my machine story one day. It's, uh, I got molested by a homeless woman at an airport. Oh, shit. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night sleeping in an airport terminal in LAX, and there was a homeless woman on top of me unzipping my pants.
1: happens all the time at LAX. Yeah,
0: yeah, Totally. But uh, you don't hear that kind of story in Oklahoma City every day, especially in the Paseo. It's like, so she walked up to me smelling like patchouli. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, what's the one thing I used to hate the most about Oklahoma, because, OK, when I left here one time, I had to take a Greyhound bus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was going from the Greyhound from here to Boston. And they lost my fucking luggage. And I knew they did when I was in Oklahoma because they took it and tried to hand it to this like 90 year old man. He was like, Oh yeah, he'll get it to the bottom of the bus. I'm like, the bus leaves at seven. It's six fifty-seven. I have three minutes to get there. Give him my ticket. This guy is supposed to get my luggage. I can just carry it. And they wouldn't let me do it. They're like, no, this is his job. And so I trusted Ooh. him. Dude, I didn't realize my luggage was gone, didn't make it until I got to St. Louis, and luckily they had a, um, a White House burger, like right there, White Castle.
0: White Castle.
1: Yeah, White Castle, like right next to the Greyhound bus station, so that put me in a little bit of good mood, but after I ate the burgers, I was just back to, my luggage is fucking gone, and uh, yeah, I got Harold, to Harold and Corwin go to White Castle. The thing is, like, I got to Boston, luggage still didn't get there. It came back. It ended up in Wisconsin. Oh, right, dude. That,
0: uh, what was that? There was that guy that, um, that night I hosted SAUST, uh, like what feels like 10 years ago now that quarantine has <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> back, back in my day, one time I hosted SAUST, and that, that touring comic that was uh, the feature act at um, Looney Bin showed up, and he talked about. Having when he tours, he tours on a Greyhound, I think. So, oh, Ben Moore, yeah, Ben
1: Moore, that's right. Yeah, dude, that guy ben, was yeah. awesome. Ben's awesome, shit. Yeah, Ben's super yeah. cool guy,
0: but <sighs> he had some of the best bits about being on a Greyhound,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I remember him telling me a story about being on Greyhounds. And I'm like, yeah, you get Jesus Christ, just take a Greyhound <laughs> once or twice, and you'll probably get some good. I uh, I got somebody kicked off a bus <clears throat> on a Greyhound bus once, okay. and I felt really bad. But, like, you know, there's a strict, like, you know, no alcohol law. The guy – I always did the thing where I put the bag right next to me so nobody would sit with me. Right. And, when this like, it was one where I wasn't getting off, but people were boarding. Somebody said something. It was, like, dude, it was, like, 11, 12 at night. I was tired. And I was just trying to do that thing where I slept. So I grabbed my bag. And this guy sat down next to me. But then, like, 20 minutes later, like, my pants got really wet. His thermos of beer spilled all over me. Oh. And my immediate reaction was just to wake up and go, God, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and and uh, he got in trouble. And I kind of felt really bad because I tried to tell him, like, to tell the person. I was like, oh, it's no big deal. That's my fault. He's not supposed to have alcohol. I'm like, I, shit. And, like, <laughs> I looked at that dude, like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean for that to be my reaction. I didn't mean to seem like a narc. Hey, dog, yeah. you knew the rules, though. <laughs> you initiated that. You initiated that when, you know... uh we decided to you know break the rules. So. Okay, but back uh, Let's go back to my story, I guess. So
0: so yes, yeah, so it's second nature to you. And and that makes sense. I you you have one of my favorite things about your sets um is that sometimes you come with a lot of written and then sometimes you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to tell you a story about this crazy shit I did in college once." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, those are the nights that I just i'm tired like because most of the times if you see me i've already done a set prior to that day right or something and so most of the time if i come to sauce just going off the crowd or anything i know what i'm getting there you're gonna get a sauced crowd i've 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 been there a few times though when it's been packed and those are super fun shows those Those sauce
0: sauce. can be very hit or miss
1: yeah i've been there when it's super miss (laughs) (laughs) Like I've been there before when it completely missed everything, and you're like, "Oh, we're here. What's up, um, everyone?" And it's yeah. just Brandon Smith.
0: <laughs> Two in the morning. There's like 18
1: people <laughs> <Yeah>. signed up. <laughs> oh, Whitley when uh, when when Sauce first started, when Sauce first started, uh, we got there, and I remember Austin and all of them didn't really know who was going to sign up. It was actually the second week. In the second week, dude, no joke, like. I want to say close to like 33, 34 comics showed up sure. and that shit went till like one in the morning. It was the most exhausting night. Like it was just, i fe- I forgot who went on bed last i want to actually say that brandon smith went on last i feel like that was just like one of those nights and it's he just he is yeah.
0: a very um not punctual person when it comes to mike signups so <laughs> oh i love sense. it but that's his character
1: that's just yeah. him like if brandon smith shows up for a show on time so we're dropped.
0: about to go into quarantine yeah oh
1: shit <laughs> look at that we might have just figured it out. I already, Like I told you, I already figured out why this happened. Tom Brady left the Patriots.
0: Yeah, The right. USA
1: shut down. Thank you, Tom Brady.
0: Buccaneers, so, um, man. It's going to be their first Super Bowl show up since 2002.
1: I hope – oh, God. I don't want that to happen. I just want the Browns to win so my dad will be happy. Like, that's – my dad is a massive Browns fan. And, like, me being a Patriots fan every year, I'm just like, maybe this will be it.
0: <laughs> i just i want the browns to make it to the super bowl and then lose so i can make a joke about how they shit the bed or something <laughs>
1: coincidentally the browns shit the bed in the super bowl this <laughs> week
0: <laughs> brought a new meaning to dropping the browns off at the super bowl
1: oh god that's funny
0: Oh what, man. Were, we, what were we talking about again oh who knows anymore man it's it's the apocalypse uh no you so um, you know to, i what i 'm what i guess i'm i 'm curious about is is sort of what your creative process looks like because as I mentioned before you you do uh, you have a, a an innate um ability to pull a very well rehearsed seeming improvisation out um but i i 'm curious yeah yeah absolutely and and I would like to know what what goes into the process for writing for you do you, do you, a lot of the comics I talk to out here um you know, they, they'll maybe spend a certain part of their morning writing and they just write. And I can't do that. I can't be funny automatically. My my comedy writing comes at like, it's just like a boom hits. There's a bit right there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, and I write it down in a notebook as I go through the day and then I bring them to mics and I work them into sets. And that's how yeah. that goes for me. But a lot of people who are much better at this than I am, including yourself, probably have a better routine than that. <laughs>
1: i i don't know like i've just uh, most of the time if i do that like if you see like were you there when me and maverick did the set to like went on stage together there at sauce like when we just did. yes i was there yeah that was completely just right off like that that, we've never done that before
0: okay yeah
1: so like it's not hard if you just sit there and think I don't know. Like I, I've, I'm, I'm a people person. I've always dealt with jobs where I'm a people person.
0: Okay. So
1: I feel like, like that like you get me in a crowd of ten people. You get me in a crowd full of three hundred and fifty people. I'm gonna give you the same reaction each time because that's just what I know how to do really mm-hmm. well. It's, I mean, it's not hard. Like now. Being a comedian doing it, that is a different animal. Like, especially, like, I host a lot of stuff, so it's always good to work it like that. But being a host is also not an easy thing. Like, a lot of people think that, like, oh, hey, you know, you just, you go up here and you say this person's name, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing is you have to keep a flow. Right. And you have to make sure, you have to keep the crowd interested. And to do that and have 15 people on a show, that's hard especially yeah, you know, yeah. like a place that holds 300 people like it's weird so that's why I like people coming to Bricktown and that's why like I do Othello's I love when people hosted Othello's because it's a small crowd but then when you host at Bricktown it's a different crowd not necessarily it it depends on how many people were there but it's a different environment it's a different monster you start mm-hmm. seeing that like oh I'm going to go up here and host but imagine if I was doing this and all these seats were filled right now. Like, uh, and I've been there before. Like I, when I did Leanne Morgan in January, like those, all those shows were sold out like 300 plus people. And it's a different, it dude, It's a completely different monster. Like you go from not hearing your friends in the back back chuckling at your jokes to like, this is a real audience. All these people people pay money. They're they're primed (laughs) for comedy
0: too um you know there people show up to to bricktown to watch a comedy show and i think i think i was talking to uh crazy nate about this one of the crazy real nate. crazy nate shout out crazy nate one of the one of the real benefits of doing a room like Saust where people showed up to get hammered and eat pizza and then going to a place like bricktown or going to a place like Looney bin is that you have a room full of people that actually came to watch comedy and if you have Crafted your jokes around making people who don't give a shit to laugh. Yeah, you are going to have a great time in a room like that.
1: Very true. I think, like, I'm trying to think, like, there was like, if you, like, okay, you hosted sauce. I remember one time I hosted, uh, I hosted the fellows, mm-hmm. and I think it was like after we had that like winter stormy thingy, like last year, or something, or like a couple of years, like, it was like last year sometime, and stuff like that. Only three comics showed up to that mic. <laughs>
0: And how many people um, were in the audience?
1: The bartender. Nice. And I think her, I don't know if it was her boyfriend or whatever it was, but just a guy. And then yeah, I'm very weird. Some people
0: missed out on some stuff that night. Uh, I bet I bet some of the low pressure really made people like sling dick on stage.
1: Was it fucking? Uh, sorry. Was it um? Trying to think like like right now are what's what's what are they saying now to come? We're gonna be able to come back like May.
0: Uh I just I was on Twitter right before we started this, and it 's looking like i well I, like the Los Angeles Times is saying we're looking at months more of this months uh, months with a with a capital s at the end um the it, it i'm thinking and i I think it's been speculated that now that the heat i mean it's fucking it's getting hot out uh apparently covid nineteen does not do very well in the heat. Um, so we'll probably get a little bit of respite for some time and then it's going to come back you know since everybody's going to be making out and doing the nasty again
1: so we're gonna get a little bit of a break
0: yeah we'll be able to tell awesome apocalypse jokes for a couple of weeks and then
1: that's dude like there's only like two things i'm afraid of right now the thing is, when we come back from all of this and everybody goes and, you know, does their sets, either everybody's going to have a ton of coronavirus jokes or comics are going to do the exact same sets they were doing two months before.
0: <laughs> I have written exactly one joke since this all. No <laughs> and I, I, I tell you why it is, is I think it's exactly what you were saying is that you go out for the experience of the bit writing and that is by and large how my material comes to be. Um and I have had very little opportunity to go out and have an experience. I, I'm sure there's a couple of things that are gonna hit me. I made a few TikToks so there's been a couple jokes in there, you know, I'm I'm uh the the pinnacle of my comedy career has been reached.
1: I think, I think what's worrying me is that I watch a lot of TV anyway, and if, like, I have to compare what's going on to any, like, genre in TV or movie or anything like that, it's just going to get worse from here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like to think of it like there's five of us. Out of those five, only two of us are going to survive. Then we're going to meet other people. And they're gonna have a baby in all of this and we're gonna be (laughs) like, mad like why are you fucking having a baby like why are you gonna be having
0: a baby and there's gonna be one guy who's a very charismatic leader (laughs) (laughs) that runs a compound of people that just suck his dick all day
1: like imagine if you become the rick of your gang and never asked for it you're like wait no what (laughs) like where do we go I don't fucking, like, what did you do? What did you do in the past life? <laughs> like,
0: Start off with a real nice and sexy Southern accent.
1: You would figure, you would figure that the person, like, in The Walking Dead, like, of course he's the sheriff. He's the leader. Because, like, the bag boy at Walmart is not going to become the leader of the gang. Is he ever? <laughs> no. They all at least have genuine backgrounds. Like That's,
0: that's what I like about uh, Glenn is... Uh he's he's kind of he's kind of that character that steps up and like takes the apocalypse as a, as the opportunity to reinvent himself. It's a real feel-good story until he gets his fucking face beat in with a baseball bat.
1: Right. I did yeah. that that shit was crazy when that happened. Like yeah. I watched that live on TV and I was like, Oh look, they went there.
0: Oh, you froze again, right? When you were reacting to one of my favorite pieces of television history. Are we good now? Yeah, I think we're good now. That have you with that scene? Have you seen the uncensored version of Negan's speech? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the thing again.
1: I know I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, dude, that scene. Like, what irritated me after that is like how people were like, "That was too gruesome," or blah blah blah. And it's just like, and so AMC's like, "Yeah, we're sorry. Uh, we're gonna tone it down from here on in." And it's just like but you know negan's like a good guy apparently now
0: yeah that's the the way i hear it is uh i, I stopped I, watching i stopped watching too i got stupid um but i i keep up with a couple of the clips on youtube and stuff yeah that's so. what i do i I
1: follow key scenes they're like right the most talked about scene this week i'm like oh <laughs> hey
0: spoiler alert for all you walking dead fucks uh negan just cut alpha's head off
1: so oh shit yeah and uh and uh and uh what's her face is Ma- Ma- maggie's coming back
0: she is i didn't know that that's exciting
1: she is yeah, one of my favorite
0: parts of the show
1: apparently she's been missing this whole time because i don't watch so
0: <laughs> I, I dude i i could have sworn she was dead I mean, right that's
1: like thing. that's the thing like if you would have told me maggie they're like oh you watched the walking dead and i'm like no and then you're like yeah i sucked when maggie died i was like oh shit like that happened <laughs> crazy yeah <laughs> that was terrible now, if Maggie had died like six years ago when I was really watching it, I would have been like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> fucking what? You just ruined my whole fucking year.
1: Like, imagine the people who stopped watching and then found out Glenn died. Oh,
0: I don't know how you could stop. Like, L- The Walking Dead was an incredible show up until the Negan arc ended. Like, the as, him as a bad guy. And then from then on, it was
1: just, me, dude, that was, that's was. what irritated. That's what irritated me is that they should have taken. They should have put Negan where he. He's a. He's a villain. He's a bad yeah. dude. You should like the governor was a better bad guy than Negan. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what I what I what I love about uh, <laughs> what I love about Negan is the same actor is in Mamma Mia Part Two. Um, oh shit! Sure. Yeah, and if you're an ABBA fan at all, it's those movies are certainly worth a watch
1: you know Um, that guy you know that guy played the governor in the walking dead
0: yeah i can't think of his name but i've seen him in some other things
1: well he's rumored to play norman osborne in spider-man
0: no way
1: yeah that's supposed to be who's norman osborne
0: okay so uh, is that going to be in the same like is that going to be in the tom holland universe yeah yeah
1: so like in spider-man 3 we're supposed to get introduced to norman osborne so i'm i'm in we're also, what's-his-face what's his is coming into it, because, like... James I, Franco.
0: I, I, say James Franco.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, have you heard, like, do you follow the MCU?
0: Uh, You mean, like, across all of the mediums, like comics and stuff? and?
1: I'm uh, talking about, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely follow the MCU.
1: Have you heard, like, some of the news stories out about uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness?
0: I haven't heard any stories about it. I, I know it got pushed back, and it was supposed to be pretty adult, I thought.
1: Well, Sam Raimi's the one directing it. Oh my God. So the rumor is, is that we are going to get a, because it's going to deal with multiverses. So it would make sense for us to now get Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Right. Like We could see that verse.
0: Well, they alluded, they alluded to that in the uh, um, Miles Morales movie. Um, you know, we, we got a, we got a clip of uh, the Spider-Man three dance, but he was in the suit. <laughs>
1: Forgot about that shit,
0: dude. So good. The- it's a good, yeah.
1: That was a great movie.
0: Emo Parker, so good.
1: Dude, I love that somebody edited a video of him fighting in the uh Endgame War. No way. Yeah, and it's just him dancing. Oh, you got you've like, gotta say never... that.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, he left Death Cab shortly before I did, actually. And uh, oh, really? <laughs> when he when he did, it was over for me. That's that's. What a
1: what a what a bummer. <laughs>
0: yeah as soon as toby Maguire was out i was i was not game anymore
1: does he prefer tobes mcgee
0: uh he's more of a, a the the topster the topster yeah the topster and if you don't call him that he turns into a multi-dimensional being that tries to uh oh it just said you entered the waiting room
1: yeah i got two forms
0: Ooh, look at you are you trying to switch over yeah okay Ladies and gentlemen, we are on Zoom. Oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> Talk about a multi-dimensional universe.
1: This is amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, I could, I, I might see two of you soon. Um, Give me a
1: second. No, uh, what were we talking about though?
0: uh probably toby mcguire uh <laughs> regularly speaking we were we were talking about sort of like the experience of, of comedy writing and, and I, I was just curious mostly i'm curious about what it looks like when you um you know sit down to write comedy if that, if that's something you do
1: um I can, me.
0: I, I can hear you but i'm not sure which one you're coming from
1: Like this was a bad idea. Oh, wait, yeah, no, what? No, shit.
0: oh, here um, you, it's connecting.
1: There you
0: go. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm hearing two of you now. All right, good there he is. I'm gonna mute your other one. Yeah, um, so yeah, so I guess mostly what I'm curious about is you know, what, uh, what for you is the sort of the routine that goes into creating a set of comedy is it is it something that you sit down to do or is it something where more like me you're just kind of having experiences and then stopping to like, I feel like
1: I, I just feel like I feel like everyone's different everyone's got their own like way that they you know write jokes that they you know do information like how they like how they study a joke how they write the creating process right I feel, I feel like with me it's always just been it just comes and goes like they'll be, they will be they'll go be two weeks later I don't write a joke yeah and that's usually in the time that i th- those are the times that you see me bitch at sauce so. gotcha
0: gotcha yeah i'm i i guess i'm sort of the same way with that is i like if nothing's fun nothing funny is happening to me or if i'm not part par- par- feeling particularly insightful about things that are happening around me I'm not creating. And then, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'll be just sitting in my living room and like some, like it'll hit, it might not even be something I'm focused on. It'll just be something that's like, oh, here's a joke for you, bud. Right? Snack dab at the front of your cerebral cortex.
1: See, I love, like, like you gotta, like, I, I love the scene. The scene's got so much to offer because, like, we always have this fluctuation of like, it depends. It can be three months or six months, but we'll get this, like, a little, heard of new comics of new yeah. people that we've never seen before and it's always fun to kind of curious to see who stays around because you know like uh, you always have people come up and ask you they're like oh did you think that was funny did you think it was great and i'll be honest i <laughs> have pretty i've seen everyone set and usually that's i mean yeah i i probably don't get the ca- i talk a lot as you know that so and i'm most of the time i'm just outside i shouldn't be doing that but I mean, at Bricktown, I'm in there the whole time. But, like, yeah. Othello's, I mean, Othello's is going to have the same people. We're all just doing the same thing.
0: Right. And and it's mostly, you know, like, we, we can work our bits for each other all we want. Uh, a a mic like – so back to Sauce, of course, and then a mic like Quixote's or a mic like JJ's. JJ's is nice because everybody could go drink on the patio and still hear everything. So yeah. you've got that coming in your ear. But – you know, it's, uh, <laughs> with uh with uh you know with, with most rooms it's like i you know it never it never bothers me and i hope it doesn't bother other people if you know they don't stay unless there's a bit like i tell them like hey i want you to check out this bit and give me feedback on it or i just want you to hear it because it's fucking awesome and i think you'd like it and, you know, it, other, other than that, I don't really care if the comics are in the room to listen at a mic like that. I'm, I'm, we're not doing it for each other. And if we are, then you're, you're probably, you know, not going to do well in a Bricktown room because you've got to do it for the layperson. Not the layperson, but like the, the non-comically non engaged person.
1: Layperson the latte. The right
0: word. Yeah, the, <laughs> the vanilla the latte. latte. We're over know, here. That
1: sounds fucking... This sounds fucking delicious right now
0: it's it is gorgeous outside in Oklahoma City it's not it is not bad
1: we're joining you here from the core and, dude we're gonna remember this that's what sucks think about this man we're all gonna be on heels now anytime a new virus or potential oh. threat of something like this happens
0: yes even something like something more mild like Ebola you know well it, not that that was was <laughs> mild people died but like and it came here of course but you know with anything where it's like it's not going to have the same impact we're still going to be like well buck better buy all the toilet paper again
1: i only like i like to think of this like if this is the end of the world i'm just like looking at god going like okay i did not see that one coming good job uh (laughs) just when it was getting good (laughs) right like i thought there was going to be a whole other i I thought we still had the rest of the couple years like I mean, but we're living on a depressing day. Of course, you know, Bernie did drop out this morning. so Yeah,
0: that was special. That was special. Well, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time, and now we have to two, uh, choose between two people suffering through late-stage Alzheimer's in the fall, so that's going to be fun.
1: Well, that's the thing. We're, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen, but just get out there and vote. Like, at least, I don't know, it's Biden, but would you rather have four more years of Trump or would you have Biden to deal with? Like.
0: Uh, yeah i'm who, who even knows at this point man that's like and and the get out and vote point is so important man because uh in 2016 i was living in ventura county california yeah and when when bernie sanders came and and spoke in ventura they had to move it to an outside venue so they could house the many thousands of people show that showed up to watch him speak when Hillary Clinton came to speak in the same county, she didn't fill a high school gymnasium. And somehow she still won the, the, the election in that county by a landslide. And it's not a somehow, it's because fucking Twitter people don't go out to vote. They would rather just look like they're going to and drag each other for not being as woke as you possibly could on the God internet, Twitter people. where it doesn't matter. I hate Twitter people. I am a Twitter people stands to reason why i hate myself
1: i was wanted to ask this like is that why you hate yourself so much, though?
0: <laughs> yes sir
1: what was it uh a... no like i don't know I, what's gonna happen in the next couple months i mean we're all definitely at a standstill right now so i have no idea what we're i don't know what's next
0: yeah, I don't either. I'm, but I, I, I kind of feel like I'm along for the ride at this point, and that's I about just, as I much just, as I can do.
1: I just don't you. I, I miss. I just miss scenery.
0: You oh, I miss places. I I miss like, but I I know I, I agree with what you said earlier too about handshakes are gonna not be like a, a part of a culture anymore. But I yeah. like I, I do I miss like I miss cracking up with somebody on the patio of sauce after somebody riffed a really good joke and then giving them a high five and bringing it in for like one of those little half hugs and then just having a good like I just my life is noticeably lacking in that area.
1: Oh yeah, and that's them. we won't be able to do that anymore now.
0: I, I think things will equalize back to a point where, where we have that again. I like, you know, c- culture never really shifted from the Spanish flu in that big of a <laughs> right? way. Uh, I think, right. I think more, I think more of what we have to worry about is like the people that are going to disappear for our lives because of the recession and, and maybe depression. We're about to face. You want to
1: switch over? Switch over, over,
0: over. We're
1: back. <laughs> that was Sorry incredible.
0: That. <laughs> no, that was
1: fun. We went to like a dimension for a second. We're like, we want to go, 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 go. Where, 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 <laughs> Sorry about that, ladies and L- gentlemen.
0: Literally fucking anywhere that isn't my house.
1: Um, if you could go anywhere right now and socialize, where would it be? Uh,
0: dude, um,. My natural inclination is to say back home to California, but like, I'm having such a good time. Like, I feel like I really just got integrated in Oklahoma city. I would just love to see like a first Friday in the Paseo again, like people like wandering, having like families walking around, like kids running around laughing, just go and have some like truck, uh, uh, food truck, Thai food, sit in the grass and just watch people and, and like have somebody come up and introduce themselves or something dumb that Oklahomans do. And, and yeah, uh, yeah and just, and and the the art in this neighborhood is pretty authentic too. So I, I would love to just go fucking listen to people talk about what they made. I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm like, I, I go on the walk every day, like right around the corner. I live like right around the corner from like the, the street, the Paseo. And every day I walk down there, and it's just sad. It's like I I don't even oh, want it's, it's,
1: it's fucking. It's depressing. It's terribly like. depressing. Yeah. Dude, I was driving down Bricktown like a week ago, oh, and I just saw a bag go just across the street, and there's nothing around. And I went like, "Where the fuck the bag come from? Like, <laughs> even the bag doesn't know where to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was carrying it and got Thanosed by the coronavirus.
1: <laughs> imagine the pickup that must have sucked the
0: oh somebody who who picked up the bag
1: no like think about this when thanos did that nobody thinks about like the mom who was potentially holding her baby in a house well, that's fucked up
0: oh
1: dude <laughs> it's like a baby in mid-delivery the mom just like fucking vanishes <laughs>
0: and they're trying to get the baby out
1: (laughs) the baby vanished the baby imagine if the baby just vanished but nobody else in the delivery room none of it happened to them yet oh that'd be a mind fuck
0: dude that would suck that would suck yeah what are the chances in a thanos situation that you're (laughs) in a delivery room the baby (laughs) you deliver the baby fresh the mom's like Sighing of relief because she just finished like the miracle of birth, the painful miracle of birth. Like, it was like, let me hold the baby, and on the way there, just like, dust in the wind. <laughs> the fuck did you do? And, and then, and, the, and the she's looking at the doctor like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he gets this wide-eyed, incredulous look as he slowly drifts away under the wind. <laughs> Dude, imagine imagine people being on acid when the sandstorm oh, yeah, started happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, people on, the people on acid trips just thought they were having a really bad acid trip for about three
0: hours there, there was there with their fucking therapist like three months later and then dude i swear to god i melted him with my eyeballs
1: <laughs> i have not seen him since that was three years ago what <laughs> oh dude
0: fucking See, oh, that's
1: what we, that dude. That's the world we're living in right now. We're in the end game universe. Like yeah. we're still here, but it's not. We're only getting to do half of what we used to do. The the it's
0: if anything for me, it's it's proven that the the fabric of our social lives is incredibly fake. And I, I'm reading this book right now called, called Sapiens. Have you ever heard of this one?
1: No, is it's, it about Sapiens?
0: It's it's about it's basically. The subtitle is A Brief History of Humankind. And a lot like, it's sort of illustrating what set Homo sapiens apart from all of the other hominid creatures that existed alongside of us. Because there was at least six different kinds of bipedal walking human creatures, human-esque creatures. Neanderthal, Homo erectus, Homo uh, uh, docinensis, or something like that and All and the they, ones
1: that professor x says next
0: one exactly right and and what set the the homo sapiens apart is largely the cognitive revolution which is which is when our our brain capacity was wired for things like fiction so we were able to create um you know like separate realities from from what is real like uh, one, one example that the author uses is he talks about how there there's a species of monkey that has a language that can alert um, other monkeys to danger so they have one call that means careful there's an eagle in the sky and they they tested this by ha- like recording that call playing it back and monkeys would like huddle up and look into the sky in fear and then there's another one that says careful there's a tiger nearby and they would all cl- <laughs> they would all like scramble up trees immediately when they played the recording for that what a monkey figured out is that if you said, you know, you found a banana and you said, careful, there's a tiger nearby. All the other monkeys would fucking flip out and leave and you could eat the banana. Wow. And that is an effective illustration of, of, I think how humans tend to work in terms of like religion and things like that. You know, why would I, you know, why have this banana now when you can give it to me and you're promised a thousand bananas in the afterlife? oh shit yeah and all of this was essentially to say like businesses um you know the the way the ways in which we break up our day routines even days of the week and time it's all fucking made up so that we can be integrated into a system that functions and keeps us alive in 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 mass populations and people i think are waking up to in in this social context that we're living in right now where we still have mediums with which to interact with each other. We are on the internet talking to each other and other people will listen to our conversation that we're having. Yeah. But where so we we still have all this way to communicate and share the idea that everything that we've been living in, the world didn't stop turning when we weren't able to function in it the exact same way. We're still breathing. We're still able to get up and out of bed and do some things but we're we're compelled to to, for the for the sake of safety to to separate and distance from each other and that hasn't really changed the nature of being a living being it's just changed our perception of how the reality around us forms the way in which we feel that we need to behave on a regular
1: basis now i want to read this book
0: it's a good but it's it's a really i mean it's kind of a depressing book to be reading right now (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When you feel like you're reading about, so it's like, it's talking about how all these different um, hominid creatures are like became extinct Neanderthals and, and things like that. And, and now I'm like, Oh my God, am I watching the end of the homo sapien around me? Am I, Are we, are we collapsing?
1: It's, it's starting to feel like that. Like, I don't know. I'm tired. I'm just waiting for the day that they go, Oh, Hey, by the way, so everybody the rest of this week, yeah, we all still need to take quarantine, but Monday, Monday everybody can go back and do what they want. I would be looking so fucking forward yeah. to Monday. Like I would be <laughs> I, I do I'd be sitting in my house, like, what am I gonna wear on Monday? Fuck, I need to wear something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I would actually give a shit about all of that. I'm like, we'll be <laughs> on Monday. Uh should I bring weed? Yeah, I mean, of course I'm gonna bring it. Should I bring a lot of weed? No. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna bring any weed at all.
0: Oh my god, I'm gonna shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: do I have any razors? Nope. Ran out of those two weeks ago. So, uh, <laughs> I
0: haven't, I haven't wiped my ass in weeks either, but fuck it. Let's do this.
1: Imagine when, when a toilet paper makes a comeback, like in a world where we're not quarantined anymore, we just walk <laughs> around the store and just be like, Oh, Hey, you better stockpile on that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, fuck yeah.
0: You know
1: what made me laugh is that all the toilet paper rolls were sold out but there's still a bunch of places that have napkins. So I like to think that there's just a fucking person that's out there whose wife's like, when they ran out of toilet paper, she's like, use a napkin. He's like, listen here. (laughs) I ain't wiping my ass with no hand towel. Like, I don't know. Like, he's just too good to wipe his ass with a napkin. Like, there are people like that, apparently. That is
0: distinctly Oklahoman. (laughs)
1: That, that bitch, weir- Gerald
0: Baskins, is not going to get me catch me wiping my ass. with a
1: like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's a meme you could make right there. <laughs> <laughs> was it, oh, it's, it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, the whole, the, like, everybody got, like, yeah, I understand everybody panicked and stuff like that, but I thought it was ridiculous that one time, I, I literally, like, before this started, I remember, like, giving people shit because I'd see people, like, with, like, a basket full of just the big ass rolls of toilet paper and i'm just like don't be an asshole
0: like (laughs) (laughs) no pun intended
1: yeah (laughs) actually went to a crazy fact i heard about i know about oklahoma
0: i'm Um, so ready for this
1: most uh restaurants in here order more dr pepper than any soda that they have because dr pepper makes like it's like dr what like dr pepper's profits like oklahoma's like a big like they make a lot of money in Oklahoma.
0: I'm a big I'm a big Dr Pepper fan and an Oklahoma transplant. But now that you mention it, people like I, like somebody I've had I've let, I've watched people have like internal monologues, but out loud with themselves. Like, should I get a Dr Pepper? Fuck Yeah, I should get a Dr Pepper. Like, <laughs>
1: right. <whatever. laughs> like, it's so. <laughs> It's a great soda. It's, like, it's
0: a, Yeah, dude. He's had his PhD since 1886 or whatever. He's been prescribing a good time for a long time.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> so. I don't know the story of Dr. Pepper, but I, can can it please involve that like back then, that was his name was like Dr. Pepper. And he's just like, oh, what is this drink called? Uh, who made it? No, Dr. Pepper made it. I just put it on there. We'll come up with the name later. And they never changed it.
0: I would I would love that. Well fuck so what, what what uh what is the rest of uh this quarantine looking like for you? Are you you got anything any exciting plans?
1: Uh I might do that podcast thingy show. I would love to see it. Oh yeah, yeah I'll have you on. Perfect. So. I'll be there. Uh I don't know. I'll play a lot of video games. I've got a. you have a PS4. Why don't I have you on there?
0: I'll uh, I'll I'll message you my my in fact I'll do it right now. Um, I'll send you my my what gamer tag? What the fuck do they call that? My PSN name. Yeah. (laughs) Very very simple. There it is. Boom! You've got it.
1: Oh hell yeah! It's uh, boner arousal sixty nine. All
0: right. Sixty nine. It's sixty nine sixty nine. Sorry, I left the second sixty
1: (laughs) nine off. I don't know. I'm probably going to be playing a bunch of video games. I've actually been catching up on the show on Vice called Dark Side of the Ring. Know if you've ever heard about it? Have not. Um, I'm a big professional wrestling fan.
0: Okay, I'm so, behind that.
1: And uh, what Dark Side of the Ring is a series on Vice. They had their season one, and season one told us it tells about the dark sides of wrestling, like
0: like Chris Benoit.
1: Yeah, that's actually the first episode on season two. It's a two-part episode, it. but the Chris Benoit. Uh, the next one is Owen Hart's death. Oh man!
0: Fucking
1: and they've got so balling. many people on it, like Jericho, Jim Ross, like all these people are there talking about wow. it in a, and the Chris Benoit one, his his son, Dan, uh, David Benoit, the one who's from the, the, his one from the previous marriage, he's still alive, but yeah, he's on there talking about that. Everything. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he
0: killed like his, like his like nine-year-old kid. He I killed was, his
1: kid and his wife.
0: Yeah, I was, I, I remember when that happened because at the time I was really in, that I felt like that was when uh, they were really starting to sort of kid-friendly Eyes raw and yeah. SmackDown. And and I was an adolescent at the when that happened. And I remember just kind of being like, I'm not so much into this as much anymore. I watched and, the
1: pay-per-view where Owen Hart died. I did oh, see that.
0: They cut they cut it pretty quickly, right? yeah like it was yeah. Jim Ross was announcing, he's like, This is not in the script, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know and, and like after
1: on. that I didn't want to be a wrestler anymore. I was like, wait. <laughs> Stuff were, bad happens.
0: <laughs> were you were you uh, in your backyard, like throwing your friends through tables and jumping off of your roof?
1: Me and my friends actually, when I was younger, tried to start a backyard wrestling company. Hell and we yeah, stopped yeah. because one of my friends hit me in the head with a lawn chair. <laughs> and it fucked and me I, up. And
0: <laughs> I woke up and I was like, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian one day.
1: Yep, that's exactly <laughs> how it is. And now we know this, everybody knows the <laughs> secret. You're
0: like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're not doing this shit anymore. <laughs>
1: This is off subject, but my Halloween poster is right behind me, but it's backwards, and I'm trying to think of what it says. Ola. <laughs> New Ola. New the, Ola. The
0: night has come? I... <laughs> <laughs> the night he the night he came home.
1: <laughs> it just sounds like the Russian Halloween. Like, what is it called? New
0: Allah? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you got planned for this quarantine?
0: Well... I'm going to try to finish this book without falling into depression. Um, probably a couple more podcasts. I I'm still working from home. So I'll do that. Maybe I'm going to try to get inspired to write some bits down. So I don't have the same set as two months ago. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, I don't even remember my sets from two months ago. Cause I haven't even fucking tried them in. I was, when this all started, I had this one bit where I was like, Oh man, when this, when this is over in a week, I'm going to have the greatest joke. <laughs> like how was your guys' apocalypse?
1: <laughs> That's the thing. Like everyone is going to ha- everybody's going to have an opening coronavirus. You know what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. You know what? Oh, it, let's see. Did I come up with one? I swear I probably did. Oh, I just wrote one time. I, Cause I've just been writing dumb shit and it says, sad we made it to a time when zombie zombie apocalyptic conversations could really make sense, but we can't go anywhere. Ever had that conversation with your roommate that's, and you honestly ask, who kills who and how? <laughs> <laughs> hey. it's, a, it's
0: just like Cards Against Humanity, but you're putting down your murder weapon and, and where you're I hiding be the body. Surpri- <laughs>
1: if we have a purge soon, I won't be surprised.
0: Dude, uh, did you hear that the Louisiana police? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That, I, honestly... I have like I, I don't know about you. I, I live alone, so I, I'll lay in bed at night sometimes and I'm like, man, if people start getting weird human behavior, I'm just fucking here on my own and I sleep like a log. So <laughs> they come in here in the middle of the night, I'm fucking dunzo.
1: Oh right. Like I mean dude, there's a purge. I own no guns. So <laughs> I use my guitar.
0: I have a crossbow. <laughs> oh shit. I'm going. But it's it's not like okay, a hold it's, It's not a, it's not a Daryl crossbow. It's not like an auto loader. You have to, it's, it's like a fucking 150 pound tension string. So you can put your foot in the stirrup, take like these hooks, put it around the string, pull it back, which takes more than you think. And you got to like really jack it up there. Then once you get it up there, you got to put the crossbow on something flat, load the arrow in with the the wacky uh, uh, fletching down.
1: Isn't that that the weapon from Game of Thrones?
0: Probably. (laughs) It's uh, just call it the mountain. Cause it's slow and fucking heavy.
1: <laughs> oh, Kaboom game of Thrones puns.
0: I have never watched game of Thrones. I made that up with no context. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it was almost, almost good. I, it was almost good. I read like the first 150 pages of the first book. So that's about all. That's about all I know. Nerd. But dude, I am starving. <laughs> Sorry, right, me too. I am going yeah. to go
1: get food. I'm so hungry.
0: Hey, I know what you should do. You should call Sauce.
1: I might do that.
0: Yeah, yeah they could do they do curbside. So if they, even I have, if have to
1: drive to them. I'm I'm only doing places that bring it to me.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, uh, um, well, thank you for coming on board. This was great. This this is probably the most fun conversation I've had. This is the this is the most like lighthearted conversation I have had since the apocalypse started. So I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, oh, no problem, man. Anytime you want to talk, just hit me up, man. Hell
0: yeah, I'm down. Well, let's play some Warzone or something. Whatever the kids are doing.
1: Fuck okay, yeah, let's do that.
0: Right. Sounds good, anyway, man. I'll talk well, to you later. Adrian Corwin, everybody, thank you, my dear father.
1: <laughs> thank you. You're welcome, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope I hope
0: I get to hear another freestyle rap session soon.
1: If we don't die, I've got one <laughs> waiting for you.
0: Oh, we're gonna die. Just hopefully not anytime soon
1: right? Before we die. <laughs>
0: yeah, before we die. All right, sir. Well, I'll catch you soon and uh, uh, be well out there.
1: Later, man. Take care. All
0: right. See ya.